Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. I love free stuff. Do you? I thought so. I have a small collection of hotel shampoo bottles and packaged bars of soap. A few hairnets, which I do not need, but they make great stocking stuffers. I have towels, sheets. No, I'm kidding about that part. Don't be stealing stuff. But I do love free stuff if it's within the law. I will hack my way through poison oak and stinging nettle to retrieve an errant golf ball. My favorite restaurants are the ones that keep bringing out free buns or or nachos before your meal. You just need to order dessert after that. But what if you found free stuff that was someone else's stuff? Like three roommates in New York who found 40,000 bucks in a couch they purchased at a Salvation Army store. Imagine. While many would thank God for providing in mysterious ways and spend it, these three friends tracked down the original owner of the couch, a 91-year-old upstate New York widow, and returned the money. Way to go. Noah Miroff, a rabbi and high school teacher from Connecticut, purchased a used office desk for $150 on Craigslist. The desk contained $98,000 in cash. Noah returned the cash. The owner said the money was part of an inheritance. Although Miroff declined a reward, the original owner of the desk did refund the $150 he'd spent to purchase it. Well done, Noah. And then there's the homeless woman who found a purse in a Calgary, Alberta YMCA shelter. She looked inside for a phone number and discovered over $10,000 in cash. She took it to her caseworker who notified the police. The owners of the purse gave her a reward and a trust fund was set up on her behalf. She was able to move from a homeless shelter into an apartment thanks to donations. Stories like these warm our hearts and cause us to grin. Who doesn't love a tale of honesty and self-sacrifice? But how reliable is the integrity of strangers? In a recent experiment, reporters left 192 wallets in cities around the world. In each wallet, they put a name with a phone number, a family photo, coupons and business cards, plus the equivalent of $50 cash. They dropped 12 wallets each in 16 major cities, in parks, near shopping malls, and on sidewalks. Of the 192 wallets that were dropped, 90 were returned. That's 47%. In a similar experiment conducted in the UK, only 20% of the wallets were returned to their owners and only 55% contained the money. Hey, Laugh Again airs in the UK and I know our listeners there would have returned them. And you would too, wouldn't you? But would you do the right thing if the cost was far beyond financial? What if the price for making the right decision was your position, your authority, your reputation, your comfort? Would you do the right thing to your own hurt? It's not easy. I'm thinking of one who gave up everything for us. His position, his authority, his reputation, his life. Philippians 2 says that we must have the same attitude Jesus had. Though he was God, he gave up his divine privileges, took the humble position of a slave, was born as a human being, humbled himself in obedience to God, and died a criminal's death on a cross. Jesus did his Father's will. Though he faced rejection and the worst pain imaginable, he suffered and died that we might have life. Next time we're faced with a tough decision, let's remember what he went through for us and thank him and do the right thing. By the way, I've got a confession. I just found a purse right here in my own office. It has my wife's wallet in it and two or three pounds of chocolate. Ha! What shall I do?